0: Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stauffer joining you from the Rock, the Prudential Center. We are in Newark, New Jersey. The Edmonton Oilers looking to end what has been a three-game losing streak tonight. This after an eight-game winning streak, which included a 4-1 victory over the Devils about 10 days ago. I do want to mention to you that interview that we did with Adam Ernie was part of our Oilers Now audio vault, uh, which is brought to you on a uh, daily basis by Direct Workwear. And we got stuff all over the place, so I'm just trying to uh, figure out where I accidentally put the liner. That would help out. But, yes, it was Direct Workwear. There you go. Uh, the Orders Now Audio Vault brought to you by Direct Workwear. In these tight budget times, Direct Workwear is the superhero. Your wallet deserves huge selection, low prices. Sorry, Frank, you switched up the liner on me in the last week. So there you go. We will tell you that guests and orders now uh, receive gift certificates to Chris Steakhouse. Whether you're celebrating a special moment or simply serving the night of the town, every meal is an occasion at Roos Chris Steakhouse. 99.90 Jasper Avenue. Tell Brendan, Chris, and Chef Eltaff that Oilers now sent you uh, Roos Chris Steakhouse. Derek Scott is back at the 630 Chance Studios. Before we went to break, we did Pro-Am Sports Trivia. Named the current member of the New Jersey Devils that... Uh, Uh, won a memorial cup the edmonton oil kings the correct answer was curtis lazar and Derek. who won trivia today our winner today is mark congratulations mark there you go mark you got her done for us as we head off to the river Cree resort and casino hotline for century casino edmonton from nhl hockey and rogers ron mcclain every day is game day at century casino sports bar and lounge head to century casino on 131st avenue and fort road
1: hello ron how you doing It was very exciting, Bob, to listen to Brendan, and uh, we needed NORAD to track your whereabouts and see where you were in this. uh, But, you know, it's a funny thing. It's uh, careful what you wish for. Chris Knobloch wanted more traffic, right? So there you go.
0: Oh, oh, nicely done. (laughs) Nicely done. You know, it's funny because... so we have, at times, we have a staff bus that goes out four hours before the game. Yeah. But because we're in Manhattan, and they can't get the bus back quick enough because it would get stuck in traffic one way or the other, we've just got the regular two uh, uh, slug buses for the regular sked times. And, uh, I mean, the only other option was, you know, taking, uh, going on the subway. And if you think I'm going on the subway. Without my man Cam Moon, there's no way I'm going on the subway. There's I'm just kidding.
1: Well, I don't know how you find it, uh... In Edmonton, Bob, but I found in Toronto since COVID, uh, people were backing off using the go train because they felt that cloistered environment was where they were getting it. That's finally starting to ease up. But for this last year, traffic has been uh, really it takes me uh, what used to be about a 40 minute drive into work on Saturday is now two hours every Saturday. And that's owing to people are all in their cars. Yeah, well, and,
0: you know, the other thing that's occurred here is afternoon drives have moved. Uh, they were once 5 to 7. They're now about five, uh, 4.15 to 5.45. Yeah. There, there's been a bit of a philosophical shift there for a lot of people trying to get in earlier in the day and beat the rush. They get in at six thirty-seven o'clock in the morning instead of 7.30 and 8. And then they uh, head out a little bit later, uh, later on. Uh, the Oilers have had a uh, – you know, Ron, they probably should have had a nine-game winning streak. I mean, it's that mm-hmm. simple. They put up the uh, – I mean, what a difference a week makes. They put up the 57 shots against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, they got, they saw all-world goaltending from Andre Vasilevsky. Stuart Skinner gave up two that he would have loved to have had back, and that was the difference because the Lightning got a couple goals. But the last two games for Edmonton, uh, you know, granted, six, seventy shots on goal, just two goals, but no net front. And it's funny how at times, and you made light of it, but the reality is there are certain inherent core values in the game and it doesn't matter what area you're talking about in order to be successful you got to be able to defend and you got to own the center of the ice and the owner's got to do a better job of getting the net front to create some more offense
1: well, I, I did think it's funny because uh, Connor Brown had one post early in the game, right, where he kind of drove the net. He didn't have to stay yeah. there because the puck caromed off the post and was gone. And then he had another opportunity where at least he was tracking, you know, towards the top of the crease. Uh, but as Adam Ernie, that was a great interview, uh, as he said, we've got to have a second guy there. Like McDavid, almost uh, was able to use a fondue fork and find the puck behind Sorokin the one time. Um, but that—that's how the Islanders got their one nothing goal was uh, you know a puck lying in behind Skinner, uh, so. It's a, it's a key deal and one it's interesting uh, JC McEwen played for Nate uh, played for St. Albert uh, and played for Lethbridge in the Western Hockey League he, he is with uh He's the partner of my wife's sister, and they're here visiting for Christmas. So JC and I got talking about the Oilers, and, you know, he follows them because he lives in Edmonton. And he said, well, the one thing he he thought might help them is uh, their bottom six is not that big. Like Sam Gagne's 5'11", James Hamlin's 5'10", Derek Ryan's 5'10", Dylan Holloway's 6'1", not bad. uh, Connor Brown's 6 feet. So he said maybe, uh, you know, if they had a little more bulk, because he said what, what happened with Nate, Perry Pern would always bring in guys... Uh, Same with your Golden Bears. You really have a taxi squad. You've got your your starting uh, roster, but you always have extra bodies. Uh, There's usually five lines at every practice. Uh, and what Perry Pern would do is he'd get like guys who were dedicated bodybuilders or dedicated. He had a guy that was an elite uh, level high jumper, big guy, you know. And, and he thought, well, I'll put him on the taxi squad. We'll let him skate the entire year and come playoffs. He was ready. He was able to play, and he was a he was a big guy. But that that's one thought J C had is it might help them to add, you know, a little bit of size into the bottom six because Jets seem to really you know benefit by bringing in you know Nita Ryder and Gabe Bellardi's six uh, three, and you look at the Canucks with Joshua, and they brought in Lafferty and McKeon, bigger guys. So that's that, one, that might
0: that's, be one thing, Ron. That's the one that kills me, and the listeners to the show know it. Yes,
1: uh, wow.
0: I was, I was all over. I mean, Jeff Merrick made fun of it a year ago. How much I talked about Lafferty. I know what I saw. I saw a guy that was deployed on a te- Chicago was a bad team. They had a plan. Their plan was to get Connor Bedard, and Lafferty was keeping his head above water on that team. Was a great penalty killer. The, the Vancouver Canucks have a deeper team than the Edmonton Oilers now. They didn't last March, but Jim Rutherford has been relentless. He's made five yeah. trades this year, and if you ask Ken Holland if he could have had a do-over and gone with a fourth instead of just offering a fifth, and then it came down to Edmonton's fifth or Vancouver's fifth for Lafferty, and Vancouver's fifth was this year, He he definitely would have done it to have gotten Lafferty, and there's no question. And hey, I work for the Oilers, Ron. I'm telling you right now, they have to find a way to get another goaltender here. At some way, somehow, they got. There's at least. Three, if not four pieces that have to happen. They'd probably need another top six forward, which is where you look to move, uh, you know, your, your draft capital number ones, okay? Maybe a guy with some term left, similar to the Ekholm deal. They've got to get at least one bigger, if not two bigger, uh, bottom six forwards and preferably a right shot center. And sure. and then, do they need to upgrade on CC? You can't get everything. Possibly, and I mean, Cody's a serviceable player as a second pairing right shot D. And then the you know they will get Dylan Holloway back. But that's a lot of things. You may not get all of them accomplished, but, you know, Kevin Lowe back in 2006 cashed some chips in, and the Oilers in theory didn't have as good a team as they've got right now. I'm 100% with JC. The Oilers got to add more sides to their bottom six, and it's noticeable. And they're going to need it when they play the L.A.s and the Vegases and Vancouver, which has suddenly become a lot better in their bottom six, better penalty-killing team, and way bigger on defense as well.
1: We sit every Saturday night watching uh, the Western Games, and we watch Lafferty shine with Vancouver, Hyman shine with Edmonton, and Cadry with Calgary, and of course they're all ex-Leafs, so there's uh, guys that got away. But if you if you can get that, the thing about the game uh, on the island, I mean, that first goal, uh, Dreisaitl came back, Ekholm sets up behind his own net, behind Skinner, and Leon steps over the puck and just takes off like out of a rocket, uh, and, and he gets the bump pass from uh, Fogle and scores, and it's like that's great, and they're trying the new top line with Newton Hopkins moving up with McDavid, and you think, God, they owned the game for almost – Till six minutes left in the first period, the Islanders hadn't a shot. Um, so it wasn't the worst. It, I felt, I don't know if you felt this, but I felt like Edmonton did need to get on the road. They'd been home for a long stretch. Yep. Uh, and sometimes, you know, it, all, all the excitement or the travel, you know, it could be a million things uh, cause you to be a little off in that first game on the road trip. And you don't want to lose it because it's, it's really important to try and get a, a road win first game. Um, but I think they'll be better. Believe it or not, I think they'll be a, a lot better in this game against New Jersey. Tonight.
0: Well, it Ron, it's interesting because the last four years I'm gonna give you those splits. First half in nineteen I heard. You, yeah. You heard all those numbers. Yeah, right? with
1: Shannon, you gave and it's amazing, right? You know, like so, twenty nine, yeah. six and six last year was the was the biggest one. But yeah, yeah. Five sixty nine. Five
0: 569 the last four seasons in the first half of the year. Right. 707 in the second half in the last four seasons. Ron, I have guys that and and they're not crackpots like they're legitimate guys saying stuff. It has to do with how dark it is in Edmonton for well, six <laughs> weeks. The team yeah. Leon Leon uh, there's a guy, a real smart guy out there by the name of Darcy McLeod, goes by the handle Wood Guy. He's analytics guy. Knows Michael Parkhead, who's now the Oilers analytics guru, and he has done like uh, Leon Drysaddle's numbers basically. Games about fifteen to thirty-five every year struggle. It's unbelievable, and I, I, I'm i starting to wonder whether or not there's something to it. I,
1: I don't know. Well, about... I'll tell you. In when we did uh, Scotia Bank Hockey Day in Yellowknife, that that is an absolute uh, tenet of life in Yellowknife. They say no decisions. <clears throat> you make no important decisions until February is over. Because in in the dark times of. Of winter, you're not going to make a good decision. So, I mean, there is documented evidence that it, it plays on your. Uh on your brain, but I, I mean, it's hard to imagine. The, the other interesting thing, based on you know what you've been discussing about the back half of the season the last five years, I looked at their uh, back to backs. As you know, they're just coming into their back to backs now. They haven't had any yep. until December. Uh, they've got ten. They'll have two in February, three in March, three in April, which is kind of interesting. Um, last year, they picked up thirteen wins out of the eighteen p- possible wins in back to backs. They were very good, six and uh, three on the second half of back to backs. So they seem to be a team that can handle the load they're still young their core guys the key guys are young um, so that's a little something they have in their back pocket is that that's not going to be daunting for them but it's uh, it's very interesting that they seem to you know take a while to get up to speed
0: bottom line here we're joined by ron McClain, uh from nhl hockey and rogers for century casino edmonton every day is a game day at century casino sports bar and lounge head to century casino it's on 131st and fort road uh, you know, Ken Holland's in the final of a fifth-year deal. Uh, he, you know, it's, it's going to be, you know, I would assume up to him as to what he wants to do in the future. Um, there, It's my belief I would not wait till the trade deadline. I think that the team could use a little bit of a bump here, and I know we're in a trade freeze right now. Right. Right. <laughs> I think was, it's know. inevitable that you see two or three players, like I would not be surprised if there's three trades between now and by the time the deadline's finished uh, for yeah. the Edmonton owners. And I just, cause the time's now you might as, yeah. you, you might as well.
1: Well, go you're there. right. It I mean, it, it is, you, you've been kind of, uh, you and Brendan both agreed six out of 10 on your uh, concern meter, but it's, you know, that three games whipped them right back to seven out. So yes. it's, it, it's a critical phase. It's an absolutely critical phase, but I, I don't think they were bad against the Islanders. You know, I I even think Connor Brown, you know, he had the one giveaway to Barzell, and obviously the PK got beat twice. But, uh, you know, I think he and Janmark, uh, as you said, they're they're very strong, penalty killing, uh, the three units that they have. They've made a, a... you know, taking a risk here, going up against the Devils and the Rangers, pulling him out of the lineup at this point. But I, I do think it's right there in the lineup that they have. Whether it's Adam Ernie or Connor Brown, you know, I, I agree with you. They need uh, a, another goalie. You know, the, the Jack Campbell thing is is the fiasco, and unfortunately, mm. um, but I, I still think uh, they're just maybe one uh, good chuckle, uh, one. 2 a uh, hot streak again. You know, these would be two good wins over the two great teams, or good teams. Um, I wouldn't panic about making a move, but uh, I, I do agree with you. The urgency is, you know, it's really right there in front of us.
0: Olivier Rodrigue last night, 38 stops on 40 shots. He's 3-2-1 with a 9.38 save percentage. Why not? Start. Yeah, yeah, why you know, not? I, I mean, there's that, been a that... couple smaller goaltenders before. Like, I think today... There's more opportunity for athletic goalies today than maybe in the past. You maybe had right. to be bigger in the past. Now you've got like the goalies don't have as much cheat in their equipment. The players are a little bit smaller. They're more skilled. You got to have greater like you think of Halak coming in a league. I had a real smart texter named Brad send me something. He goes, "Stop! Look at what happened when Halak came up. He was a small guy, same as Saros, but they had athleticism and they relied on reflexes and they were good and they stopped the puck and they succeeded in their early twenties. And you've yep. got Rodriguez." sitting there i mean i wonder whether or not at some point he gets a look ron
1: yeah i, I would take that chance because that that's what happened with calgary when they broke out it was mike vernon struggled mightily to to win the starting job but when they finally they were playing uh, they'd lost 11 in a row if you can believe it they did win one game during the 11 game losing streak it was against moscow Dynamo, and they brought <laughs> vernon up from uh, new brunswick to play that game And then he beat Vancouver to finally get them off this night when they called him up again. And he was a small goalie, and I know the game has changed, but I I think Dustin Wolf will eventually win a job with the Calgary Flames. It's not going to be right away, but he's going to do it on, you know, his idol was Nabokov, and he's just a fantastic uh, goalie that's not big. And so I I wouldn't even worry about that. And Holland knows he had Osgood. He he believed in him, and he had Vernon. So uh, I, I would see that as a, that's a, for me, better than, you know, selling the farm to try and make a trade here out of panic.
0: Uh, I just like Vernon because he landed a shot on Patrick Waugh, uh, Adam Ernie's <laughs> former
1: coach. Oh, my God. Always bet yeah. the guy
0: for the West. Hey, Ron, happy holidays. Thank you. It's, you've been a wonderful addition to our Oilers Now uh, uh, guest list, and uh, I know everybody loves having you on as a contributor, so thank you very much for joining us on Yeah, the
1: all the best, Bob. Enjoy tonight. We'll see you there later.
0: You bet. That is Ron McLean from NHL Hockey and Rogers for Century Casino Edmonton. Guests and Oilers now receive gift cards to Japanese Village Don and his staff a Japanese Village, they'll take care of you. Edmonton's favorite place to celebrate your special occasion. Try a Wagyu steak today. At this time, uh, we are going to get into... Uh, we are going to go to NHL today. Brendan Escott's been patiently waiting. Back at the 630 Chad Studios. NHL today for Elite Promotional Marketing. Your local branded merchandise specialist. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. Here's Brendan.
2: Okay, well, obviously not the only game tonight. In fact, it's a a busy night in the NHL with 12 games in all. Calgary's in action out in Anaheim. The Avalanche are hosting Ottawa. Uh, Canadians pay a visit to the Wilds. Canucks in Dallas and the Maple Leafs will visit Buffalo in what's expected to be a heavily Toronto-biased crowd. Down in Bakersfield last night, Olivier Rodrigue was spectacular uh, in a 4-2 win for the Condors over the Calgary wranglers Uh, throughout the minor league system though you've got uh, now two teams we talk about that are off for the christmas break the oil kings get back at it on the 27th of december and an exhibition game for the golden bears on the 29th they will face McEwen before resuming their conference play in the canada west on uh, january 5th 6th, uh, 6th weekend here at home
0: All right, the management and staff of Brent Ridge Ford would like to thank all their loyal customers for their business in 2023. While the year has had some challenges, the one constant has been great customers that they have the privilege of serving. So, Merry Christmas to all of you and the best wishes to everybody for 2024 from Brent Ridge Ford, your Ford Truck Authority on the Auto Mile in Watasquin. Uh, we will tell you, actually, we're going to get to the injury report. It's presented all season long by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. And for the Edmonton still Dylan Holloway remains out week to week. Sometime in January, he will be back from that lower body injury in a substantial absence to the lineup Torn peck for Dougie Hamilton. He had 70 points last year. Right shot defenseman. Uh, They've uh, recalled Simone Namish, who is... uh playing almost 21 minutes a game. He's minus six in nine games so far for the New Jersey Devils. When we come back, we're going to get to a new feature in this day in Oilers history as well. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott, Derek Scott joining you on Oilers now it's 3.52 in Edmonton. Edmonton. Welcome back everybody. Royal Pizza pizza passed in so much more. Edmonton owned and operated 50 plus years. You can get a $10 bonus for every $50 gift card purchased until the end of the month. Visit royalpizza.ca Stoffer recommendations. The Mediterranean Chicken. Brendan Escott likes the Texan. Reed Wilkins, who's got the face-off show coming up at... Let's see, 4.05 Edmonton time. Uh, He is a big fan of the meat lovers. Royal Pizza still making it great. We are going to go to Listian Oilers history for New West Travel. We sold out our New West Travel road trip to Nashville. We had an awesome time with everybody there in Nashville at the start of the year. And the Oilers won 6-1. We've got uh, 60. Joining us for our trip to uh, Montreal, we've got a launch event at Pub 1905 in early January for that. And then uh, two separate suites for the Bell Center. It's going to be awesome. And we are announcing a new Oilers now road trip in January, coming up in uh, March slash April of the year. So, we're going to go to List day in Oilers history again. That's newesttravel.com, and here's Brendan Escott.
2: Well, it's funny you mentioned the Montreal Canadiens because they were in town this day in 2019 and the Oilers knocked them off 4-3. They got goal and assist efforts. That's two-point games from Josh Archibald. Uh, if, no, where are we here? Uh, Connor McDavid, yes, and Leon Dreisidel, of Course, so they were able to knock off carrie Price and the Montreal Canadiens in the 2019 2020 this uh, day.
0: Bob, all right. Uh, we have a uh, 403 number that uh, Brendan and uh, Derek can do some digging on for me because we have a new feature that is going to run. This text comes in on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. It says, Bob, you really think after all the years, all these years with McDavid in the situation we're in now. It's time to win, and we're going to put all our eggs in the Rodrigue basket. Are you kidding me right now? Uh, all I'm going to say to you is that Olivier Rodrigue, every step of the way, has exceeded my own personal expectation. I didn't think he was that good, okay? I'm going to be completely up front with you. Based on what I saw in rookie camp, in development camps, I didn't think he was that good. He's stopping the puck at the HL level for the last, basically, calendar year. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not saying he's the solution. I just wonder at some point whether or not, you know, I think the orders basically, and I'm not the first guy to say this. Jason Greger pointed this out. The orders have a light schedule until February, until February. Maybe you squeeze them up for a game when we're down in California. Maybe you go down that path. I don't know. We'll see how Calvin Pickard gets the start tonight. But that, and there's nothing wrong with questioning the host of the show. I want you to know that. Um, we are going to put that text into the text of the week draw where winners receive three months of washes, car washes, at my favorite car wash, Great White Car Wash. That's 100 04, 169th Street. It's state-of-the-art, beautiful air. Stay tuned, and we'll do our weekly winners every Friday. Fair text, no question about it. All right, here's what we got coming up. Reed Wilkins has um, the face-off show for tonight's game at 4.05. It's the City Ford face-off show. Tomorrow, Brendan Escott will interview George LaRock, our throwback feature for Conlin Motorsports, at 2.35. I will take off. Uh, Take over the show at 3 o'clock, live from MSG. Daily face-offs, Frank Valley for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta. Experience live standard bed racing Fridays and Saturdays at Century Mile Racetrack and Casino. Uh, he will join us on tomorrow's edition. Visit uh, for more information on the horses at thehorses.com. So we got George and uh, Frank, big George, big Frank on tomorrow's show. Reed Wilkins coming up with the City Ford Face-Off show. I will rejoin you in 35 minutes' time after we interview
1: Chris Knoblock. We'll head off to a global news weather traffic update with Randy Kilburn.